This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hast thou e'er thought, oh, if only there were more hours in the day? With the exception of Can the Wizard, a lot of us wish we had more time. But if time became untethered and was truly unlimited, what would you even do? You have to know what you value to make use of such a gift. And therapy can help you find what matters to you most, so you can do more of it. Even without all the time shenanigans. I know therapy has allowed me to consider what matters most to me, allowing me to become a better friend and happier wizard. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot magic. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Oh, okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The following podcast is not real, but it is part of the Buttfox, uh, the Earwolf podcast network. And this episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. If you want to send some odd or even useful physical thing to Arnie, Usador, and Chunt, send them to Cards Against Humanity, 1917 North Elston, Chicago, Illinois, 60642. Care of Arnie Niekamp, Vermilion Minotaur, Town of Hogsface, Land of Foon. Cards Against Humanity will make sure your package gets shoved through the portal. And now, enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is what's going on. This is what you need to know. This is all the details. This is the business. A little over a year and two months or so ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the fantastical, magical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King through the dimensional rift, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hog's Face, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my boon companions, my close buddies, my partners in crime, my uh, brothers by another mother, my the jam to my jelly, the second butthole to my one butthole. Mmm, pip pip hurrah. It's John here. <laughs> pip pip hurrah. Yeah, I'm trying to sound more regal now that I'm a king. Oh, that's right. King yeah. of the Badgers. Yep. How's that going? Great. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I just, uh, I have a, lo- a lot of free time, so I sit on my throne. Uh-huh. Um, I ask for a lot of food, as you might have noticed. I've put on a little bit of weight. You have. You're getting a little... little Careful. Just getting bigger. Careful more to, to love. call the, cu- the kettle. Great. 
More to love, you said? Yeah, more to love. Oh, thank you. And I, of course, am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fiangalic, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstanges, and I am known in the northeast as Gasmoinius Maystar. And... Uh, and Papa Mache. Papa Mache. What do you mean? You're There's other names yeah. that we don't know. Who told you? You you did. What? Over the past yeah, several told us uh, like at months, least a yeah. dozen These other names. names. Are supposed to be secret though. No one should know. Oh. Dale Sprinkle Sleeve, Fingies, John Sebastian. I don't know if that qualifies. Johann Sebastian Bacharach. Yeah. How did you find out? Tippy Canoe. Tyler too. <laughs> Yes, also, well, you haven't told us that one yet. Ah, curse you. You've told us these names on a fairly regular basis. I don't think I don't think I've had a conversation with you where you haven't told me another one of your names. That doesn't sound like something I would do. Also, Uh when you sleep, you tend to reveal them. Like the other night, you said Brack Zaff was one of your secret names. Brack Zaff? Oh, no. Were Were you in a garden state? It's possible, yeah. I, I perhaps was communing with the earth and then used my uh, my communing with the earth name, Braxaf. Yeah, it's possible. Oh, uh, man. You don't want no scrubs. You know, uh, with with the extra time on my hands being king and all, yeah. um, I've been... Wait, that gives you more time being king? Sorry? It gives you more time? You're like, oh, no, I just have now that I'm time. king, my, my no, schedule I, is cleared. I'm still cursed and I'm still sure. going to, you know, I, I think I have anywhere between three and eight weeks, sure. you know, depending... Depending on when we figure out what to do. I don't know what that means, but uh, I have some extra time on my hands, so I've been thinking up some new games to play, Mm -hmm. Uh, and you and I came up with a game the other day. You know, you've played uh, Offices and Bosses. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, we came up with a new game called Orifices and Horses. (laughs) Okay. How it works is you Did you bring this game with you? Well, calm down. Usador, what he does is he makes a tiny horse. And he'll put X amount of buttholes on that horse, and we we don't know, mm-hmm. and we have to guess by the way the horse carries itself how many how many orifices it has. Oh, okay, I'm game for it. Teleth can chain thing collecting. Bing. I'm gonna guess fourteen. Fourteen. Look at the way it's <laughs> look at the way it wants to sit down. The way it wants to sit. I mean, it does seem to want to sit down, but I feel like if I had 14 buttholes, I would not want to sit down. I'll guess five, but I'm really just, I mean, I'm pulling that out of my, my ass. <laughs> Let's turn it around. Wow. 12. 12. You're very close. Thank you. You're good at this game. Yeah. But Usador, can you play? No, I already know the answer. Yeah. I just conjure the horse. Can you Kick make? Back. Can you make a horse with so many buttholes even you don't know how many buttholes it has? Oh, most certainly I have the power to create a horse with any number of buttholes unbeknownst to myself. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is a weird thing to bring up. Remember a few weeks back when the Dark Lord sent that guy to tr- with that spell to trick me into thinking that I was in a mental ward? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, that clearly didn't really happen, but he had some fair points about me being obsessed with buttholes. Yeah. Like, we talk about agreed. buttholes a yes, lot. Agreed. Very true. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, you know what? Enough of that. Let's let's talk to our guests. I'm very excited. About anything else. About anything <laughs> else. I'm very excited. It's been so long. I'm excited to have back Jack Vorpal, Foon's greatest swordsman, or formerly Foon's greatest swordsman? Former greatest swordsman, former greatest baker, former, once again, greatest swordsman. <laughs> once a, wait, 
So you used to be Foon's Greatest Swordsman. Yes. And then you gave that up. Yes. Be- by, you know, you had some tragedy. I hung my sword up after slaying an entire village of smorps. Oh, how I hate those smorps. And you became a baker. Yes. But you're saying that you are now... There was a tragic baking accident, and I've given up I've oh, given up the baker's oven. Oh, no. Whoa. What happened to your eyebrows? That's actually unrelated. <laughs> oh. Uh, it turns out, uh, over time, my hair has begun to fall out. Apparently, this happens to many men as they age. You're, oh. you're, you get less hair on top of your head, and sometimes uh, your eyebrows start to fall out as well. I can't gauge his reactions. <laughs> wow, yeah. I, I can't tell if he's, he's a, surprised yeah. or not. Yes, that's, that, that's not related to an adventure or magic or anything. It's just related to aging, to getting older. Well, so, what was this baking accident? What happened? Well, I'm sure everyone here has heard of the Great Foonish Bake Off. Uh, I have not, but... Mm-hmm. It's the biggest baking competition in Foon. All of the great bakers enter, uh-huh. and there you are judged by the oligarchs of the kingdom of Anarchos. Anarchos? Yes, Anarchos. One of the many kingdoms within Foon. Uh-huh. The oligarchs love baking. I... I killed all of the oligarchs. Oh, no. no. I baked them a, a boysenberry pie. My uh, best pie. My best strongest pie. pie. Yeah. And unfortunately, some of the berries had turned. Mm-hmm. The oligarchs, they ate of the pie, and they died of the pie. They, the berries, how, like, that's a hard turn for a berry to go so bad. Aye, but it's easiest for the boysenberry to become a poisonberry. Oh, God, I should have seen it. The rhyme makes it true. That's exactly. Holy cow. We have a rhyme saying in Foon about that. What is that? Uh, oh, be careful, the boysenberry, if it sits too long, it's a poisonberry, and then you'll die when you eat it. Oh, that's right. God, the, all the expressions, they just keep going too far in Foon. So, Jack, you killed off all the oligarchs. Yes, and I realized that all good old Jack Vorpal is any good for is killing. And that's what I really excel at, and so that's what apparently I've decided to get back to, and I've once again taken up my title as Foon's Greatest Swordsman. And I noticed you brought your sword with you. The singing sword? That you, is this the, the singing sword you were telling us about? Yes, after being after being up on my wall in a, in a scabbard for some time, just or just lying around the house, I've uh, I've decided to bring the singing sword out and onto your your little your little show here. I wish you wouldn't talk about me like I'm not here. Oh, the wow. sword! Hey, I've never I've never talked to a sword before. Why not? Are you prejudiced? <laughs> I I um. I want to say no, but you know what? You should never be so quick to say that you're not prejudiced, because that's a kind of prejudice, right? That's not. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so maybe I might have some unbeknown sword prejudices, that I, but I'd love to have them. Well, perhaps I can clear those up for you yeah, today. Fantastic. You seem delightful, by the way. Oh, why, thank you. What's it like? This is a dumb question. What's it like being a sword? Ugh. <laughs> well... I guess I I don't know anything else. Sure. Being a sword is, I think, a lot like being a human man. Oh. I get to uh, penetrate deeply mm-hmm. into people. Sure, that's one of the things we get to do. force and rage and delight <laughs> uh-huh. and pleasure. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the rage part. Are you happy ass now? <laughs> yes, I am. I am. I am. Are you excited to be back, like, off of the shelf? Oh, fuck yes. (laughs) 
yes, thank yes. This yeah. is my destiny. My she destiny is, is to be a wow. sword. Yeah. It was a dark, dark, dark period. Yeah. There in that kitchen. Were you sheathed or were you on? No, I was hanging, exposed for the world to see, above an oven. Wow, above an oven. That's a. Mm. There's a, a popular saying. It's a rhyme in Foon, you know. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Above an oven. Above an oven? You just say it real oh, fast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like if, if you're ever in an awkward situation, you're like, oh, Billy, I'm really above an oven. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. I'm going to remember that one. Good lady sword, how should I refer to you? I, I am the singing sword. Oh. Uh, well, then, Jack and singing sword, you have returned. The singing sword. And the singing sword. Uh, you are now reunited in adventure. Yes. What great feats have you accomplished since we've seen thee last? Well, we journeyed into the Cloud Kingdom where we faced the horrible creatures known as the Karad Bears. The Karabers. The Karabers. The Karabers. Oh, they yes. Like, they shoot out of their stomach this energy that just knocks you on your ass. Yes. Oh. Yes, it's, 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 a, it's an energy that comes from their heart. Their entire stomach opens up, exposing their internal organs, oh. causing a massive... Oh, Although, wow. to be fair, I am confused because the Kara Bears, there is a lion, and it's confusing in terms of, like, are we bears or are we lions? Yeah. What are we doing? Well, what is a bear? Is a panda a bear? Yeah, is I mean, it, is no. a, li- is no, a lion a bear? Not. Define a bear. What makes a bear different than any other animal? I can answer the in the the series of questions. A bear could be almost anything. Can I? A bear couldn't be. Can I? Can I answer this real quick? In Foon, mm-hmm. if you ever have a doubt whether or not uh, whether or not something's a bear, you just look at it and you say, "You bear, you bear, <laughs> you bear." But make sure you have the right bear because uh-huh. sometimes people try and ask a bear and it's not the one that they're calling upon, and it might take you for a ride and you bear ride. <laughs> Oh, hey! Let's talk more about <laughs> this conversation. I'm having fun <laughs> above the oven. What? So how? Like, how did you get up? How do you even get up to the cloud land? Ah, you have to plant. Uh, you have to plant a seed into the ground, but it has to be a very specific seed. Uh huh. And you have to you have to put it in the ground, and you you plant it in there, and. Then you need the, a singing sword oh. in order to conjure Handy. a mighty vine from the ground that takes you up to the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack says vine. I always say beanstalk. Yeah, there, there are, uh, in different parts of Foon, people say things in different ways. Like, some people say vines, some people say beanstalk, other people other people call it other things. Sure. I call them Twizzlers. <laughs> you can also, I hear, I, I don't know for sure because I've never been, but I heard you could also get to the cloud level after you beat the underwater level. Oh, <laughs> wow. So you take a vine or a beanstalk or a Twizzler up there, but you wouldn't just, like, take, like, a stairs. Like, there, you wouldn't just take the... To the clouds? The, to the clouds. Yeah, you know. How the, do you get to clouds? The Cobbler ca- stairs. How do you get to? How do you get to clouds where you're from? Do you take the the stairs to the clouds? Uh, what's the place where you're called again? Art. Earth. 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 Uh, no, you know we don't go to the clouds, we, or we kind of. I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about Earth stuff. But we were in the clouds, slaying <laughs> Cara bears. Yeah. Left and right. Oh. Penetrating. Usually yeah. very deeply. Sometimes I, th- I thought we could have gone deeper. It was a quick slice. Just a tip. Did the job. Just, yeah. yeah. So the singing sword, what was it like to be back back in business, doing uh, what swords do? It felt like I was whole again. Uh-huh. Jack and uh, his hand wrapped firmly around my hilt, sure. thrusting me deep and deep and deep into the Karabers. 
I felt like I was truly me. Yeah. Wow. But Jack, how did it feel for you? Because, you know, you tried to leave this stuff behind. It's a grim existence. It's a sad, lonely place. I think he's trying to furrow his brow. It's a dark place. It is. It's for. Does it not look furrowed? Oh, sorry. Enough? Yeah, no. I just. Sorry, sir. I just can't tell. It just looks yeah. blank. Yeah. It's a sad, lonely existence. Not like being back, back in the kitchen, sure. baking, making something, putting something into the world rather than taking it out. Looking up at that sword and thinking, I don't need that sword anymore. That's not who I am anymore. But it is. Wow. It is who I am. You Was never a- told me that. Yeah. You guys, this seems like a conversation you guys should have had at some point. You, you felt you didn't need me. Well, why didn't you give me to someone else, Jack? Why did you leave me there alone? Someone would have had to defeat me in order for, in order for me to give you away. And someone- you weren't willing to let yourself be defeated for me. I mean, I, I had to try as hard as I could, you know? Like, that's a, that's a thing. Like, you can't just half-ass a, an, an effort to, to when someone challenges you as the greatest swordsman in the world, they can't really assume the title. No, but just, you could ask me to just butter bread for months on months on months. I'm going to run and get some popcorn. Yeah, I mean, you were, you did a, I thought we liked that. I thought you were doing, in, enjoyed buttering bread and, like, making things. Oh, yeah, oh, those wonderful songs I sang of buttering bread and slicing muffins. Oh, I'd love to hear one of those. That's right. We really, I mean, you're a singing sword. I mean, you magically, you sing during battle. Yes. Do you sing other, like, we aren't in battle now, but. Oh, no, I can sing anything if I must. I prefer to sing in battle. Sure. Yes. Could we hear a well, song? Uh, of course. I'm, Maybe about buttering bread or This is a very, very sad yeah. song about oh. buttering bread. Mm-hmm. It goes like this. Gotta put the butter on the bread. Gotta put the butter on the bread. Yum, 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 that's what I said. Gotta put the butter on the bread. As you can see, it's what very... What a sad song. That's disturbing. so sad. It's got such a turgid quality to it. It's nothing, very... yes. nothing sadder than patter. Mm. <laughs> yes. So, Jack, if, this is an awkward question, but if you have to kill people, would you rather kill them with a sword or with pies? Look me in the eye when you say it. Uh, with the with a with a sword. I'd rather I'd rather kill them with a <laughs> I'd rather kill them with a sword. Not, not very believable. Yeah, Jack. Has it ever occurred to you that perhaps the reason you feel so conflicted in thine soul is not because of the killing you must do, either through pie or through blade, aye, but perhaps because you have not found. Something worthy of killing. I mean, you killed some swamps. They're they're annoying, but they're they're these little things. And now you killed some things in the clouds. You killed a bunch of oligarchs. Maybe you're like, maybe you're not killing the right things. Yeah, yeah. yeah listen yeah. to him, Jack. What do you suggest I kill? Join my quest. Uh, yeah. I and we'll defeat orc and goblin and uh, hill troll all the way until we reach the Dark Lord's manor and we tear open the gates and we strike him through as your sword sings songs of great wonder and victory. I mean, but the Dark Lord has really gone a long way to, like, building up Foon's military okay, again. Yeah, and I, right. I really feel like, like, if Foon gets attacked... Like you know, which we could at any time by dragons or or you Ballsy know dragons. bandits or whoever. Then the, there's this really powerful military. Foon really has like the most powerful military 
out there now. I forgot. Jack is clearly at least a little bit of a Dark Lord sympathizer. I know. Yeah, and sometimes chaos and bloodshed are not the solution. <laughs> That's really stopped everybody in their tracks. Look, look, this badger does not speak for me. Could you sing us another song about the Dark Lord, preferably rhyming Lord with sword? I'd be happy to. Do you want to set up all the rhymes for <laughs> Uh, if that's okay. Yeah. I also want you to rhyme pants with dance. Okay. Uh, wall with fall. You know, I'm better at making up my own rhymes. Uh, I've been put in my place. Wall with fall. It's like a, <laughs> that's, a singing that's dagger real. could make that up. I'm a yeah. shapeshifter, not a singing sword. Yeah. Although I could be a singing sword. But yeah, I would love to hear, I would love to hear, yeah, we'd love to hear a song about the Dark Lord. Wait, were you hitting on me just now? Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, hey, buddy. Sorry, sorry, no offense. Win your own quest. Yeah, Get your own absolutely. sword. Yes, yes, sir, I'm sorry, sir. I, have, I really have a lot more questions about your guys' relationship, but, I, I, but let's well, hear this song uh, first. Get in line. <laughs> From the mountains to the valleys, running dark with blood, the children's faces... Are smeared and dirtied with mud. Look beyond, look above, and draw forth your sword for the greatest battle. We will kill. The Dark Lord. Yes. Lord. Yes. That was amazing. You're amazing. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You know, Careful, uh, Jack, my vagina something. is just right on the guard. Go. <laughs> you are forward. <laughs> well, you know, you very... a lot of people don't know. <laughs> John, you bring it out in people. Yeah, I've really been put above an oven. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a quick break. Let's. Go. I think I need a drink. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app and answer a few questions. With Angie, you can book instantly at an upfront price or request and compare quotes from multiple pros so you can find the best price for your project. So the next time you have a home project, just Angie that and start getting the most out of your home. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, we're back. Guys, I just want to dive right into it. Like, what's... What, like, I guess I don't, I'm having never been a swordsman myself. I've never o- owned any kind of weapon. Like, what is that? Let's get into the nitty gritty. What is that mm. relationship like? Like, is it, dare I say, is it a, is it analogous to a romantic relationship? Is that, a, ha- is that yes. a hard question? No, it's not a hard question for uh. me. I, I don't know if, I don't know if we both feel the same way about our relationship. 
And that's something I've come to terms with. I can't tell how this is land. He's a riddle. You know, sometimes when you first get a singing sword, when you've gone on a quest and you've won your magic sword, Mm -hmm. you feel like a great deal of romance. Arnie wouldn't know anything about that. We're still trying to get him to find the lunar sword. Yeah, yeah. But but I I guess I can sort of... The lunar sword. I am on a quest uh, very slowly to try to get the lunar sword. The lunar sword? Isn't that your sister? (gasps) Oh. I mean, I could introduce you. I would love that. That would be fantastic. Of course. I mean, there are a number of challenges I still have to get through to get to her. Sure. But but we're getting getting sidetracked. But sometimes when you first win a sword, you feel a great deal of romantic and, like, lustful Mm -hmm. need and attention to it. And so, you you know, you really hold the sword with both hands. And you really sort of, like, Mm. push the sword in and out of your Mm -hmm. enemies. And and then you, you know, you you really slash Mm -hmm. it through their necks Mm -hmm. and it just covers you with rough, rough, Mm -hmm. deep, hot. Mm-hmm. Sticky blood. Sure. And you know, from my point of view, I, I was lying dormant in a lair for mm-hmm. years and years and years, and then suddenly, oh, Jack yeah. appears, and, um, and it's all n- so new and oh, exciting. God, yes. I really wanted to rhyme layer with Slayer. <laughs> but then, you know, you get you get older, and first you sort of you get into a routine, and think you know you're just slashing and holding and getting covered in hot well, sticky. Blood the same way that you always were. Yeah, that's the timeless question. How do you keep that violence fresh. alive? I, yeah. Know. Have you tried holding her different ways, like mixing up the position in which you hold her? You try. You try that a little bit, and then it eventually reaches the point where you're just kind of throwing the sword, mm-hmm. which at, I don't like. Can I ask? Like, obviously, it's been a real slow time recently. Mm-hmm. But before before you became a baker, like, how often would you kill somebody together? Oh God. Um. I mean, a good week, a couple times a day. Ooh. A couple times a day. Just, what about a bad week? Uh, I mean, when we visited your mother, it was. It's just aw- once. yeah. I mean, it's got to be awkward. Yeah, when to we kill were, someone in your parents' house, we were really. I think we really just killed my stepfather. That was the only one. Oh, mm-hmm. oh wow. But was he evil? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. he was a wicked stepfather. He oh, okay. had kidnapped like twenty-four orphans who he was keeping in pumpkin prisons in the backyard. Oh, well, yeah, so well deserved. You had to kill him. Sure. Absolutely. Look at that man filled with endorphins. He is keeping all of those orphans. It was a very you are epic. Sharp. Bl- oh, go on, stop! Yeah. You're over there with Slayer and Lair. <laughs> Wallfall. Wallfall. I'm learning that Chunt is really. Into rhymes. I guess mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. But like, yeah, why is this surprise to you? Some, oh, really? I never realized nothing, nothing quite gets him going like rhymes. Yeah. Well, this is maybe something King Chunt likes. Mm, interesting. <laughs> but Chunt, let's not get between a man and his sword. Or, or, or well, I should say like a having... sword and her her swordsman. Thank you. Yeah. Seems like they're having problems. They are. Well, <laughs> yes. That's... Maybe adding me to the mix is just the kind of <laughs> thing they need. Yes. So wait, is that kind of your philosophy? You're like, this relationship's in trouble. It's a perfect time for me to insert myself. Literally. What's a better opportunity? <laughs> I mean, that sword told me where her vagina was. <laughs> that's true. On Earth, what happens when a fair. woman shows you where her vagina is? Well, that's a very different question. Showing and telling. Sure. Well, sure. Yes, yeah, sure. It sure. does yeah. bring up an interesting point, though. Do women have to tell you where their vagina is, as Trump just pointed out? I mean, I guess, like, where in the city. Because humans here generally keep them in the same spot. Yeah, no, no. On Earth, on Earth as well. Ah, okay. On Earth as well. Yes, wonderful. On Earth as well. Well, you know what? Could I ask the singing sword? Hmm. Would you mind singing a song about Jack? Have oh. you ever sung? I mean, I, sh- I assume you have sung songs about him before. Huh? Usually, yes. 
Yeah, but I'm okay. Um, the greatest swordsman the world has known, and while I've held him, my love has grown. The greatest man here, and I'll say bye now, and watch the tears drip down o'er his eyebrows. My heart is burning, my face is sad. And I am yearning for what we had. Come back and hold me. Give me your hand. I'll be your sword, Jack. And I'll be your man. man. <gasps> Jack. What a happy song. Wow. What a beautiful duet. I didn't know you still felt that way. Oh, Jack, I, I I've thought, always felt that way. I thought after all the years and all the killing, the passion had just gone out of no, God, what we no. had and who we are. Oh, you put me up on that wall and I thought, I'm not enough for him. Maybe I should become a dancing sword or maybe he wants me to be a spoon. I'd never want you to be a, a spoon. I would try if that's what you wanted. I don't want you to be anyone but who you are. Oh, Jack. The singing sword, when we leave here, let's just go out in the woods and just find a house. Like, or, hmm? We you can go. do that after. But let's find a house full of people and let's just kill them all. Oh, Jack. Aww. I'd love that. Let's just hack them. There's people here. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've killed way too many people in the tavern, so. I am so happy for both of you that I've decided to give you a gift. Your eyebrows have been returned. Whoa, oh. and he is pissed at me. <laughs> I just saw the way he was looking at me, and I am not. Yeah, I just want to apologize for talking to your sword, and uh, I hope we are. Yeah, don't forget, he is oh, Foon's buddy. greatest swordsman. Yeah, I Perhaps know. my next quest should be Conquest of the King of the Badgers. No, 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 no. Uh, as King of the Badgers, I knight the Jack Vorpal Honorary Badge Badge. Oh, congratulations, I'm just, sweetie. I'm just excited that we've learned that, you know, romance can last, that love can last, just as long as we're willing to set aside our distaste for doing horrible violence. <laughs> no distaste here. Yeah, no, I'm, I've rediscovered, between the Karabars thing and this, I've just discovered a, a lust for killing that I, that I thought had gone from my, my person. Thank you. Thank you for turning me back into the mass murderer I always was before. Unless you're a bear. Not, not everything is a bear. We don't know that for sure. You, you bear? bear? Well, Jack, the singing sword, it's been a slightly unsettling, but mostly positive, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm going to focus on how happy I am for the two of you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, Chunt, do you, have you gotten any emails this week? Uh, yeah, let's take a look here. I have an email here. This is from uh, Malice of Vieri, Viera. She says, hey, Chunt, do you like getting your chin scritched? 
She said scritched. Scritched? Yeah, I don't know what a scritch is. I like I getting think, my chin scratched. Mean? I think it's like a folksy way of saying scratched. Ah, then yes. Yeah. I also have an email here from Michelle Normandu. She says, this is a very important question. She asks, what's Usador's favorite bird? Hmm. Well, obviously the sparrow. There you go. Fair enough. Uh, hey, also, why, got- why would you even need to ask? It's so obvious. Uh, I don't know. That's Michelle's. Is everyone mad at me? Usador, are you all right? I'm fine. What a stupid question, though. You Who's, su- what's my favorite bird? Obviously, it's a sparrow. What's your least favorite bird? Oh, the starling. <laughs> Little pissants. Sure. Uh, you know, you can email me at Magic Tavern at puppies.supplies. It's a real email address. Uh, here's an email uh, I got this week. Is there some kind of premium feed or Patreon version of the podcast available? Interrupting each episode with three straight minutes of idle rambling about a product everyone already knows about is incredibly obnoxious, doubly so on repeat listens, and I can't be the only one willing to put up cash to make it stop. I would much rather chip in five bucks a month than have to manually edit out the infomercials that have shown up in my favorite podcast. Well, you know, I think that we do a great job with our uh, sponsor uh, segments, but you actually can subscribe to the Howl app uh, through Earwolf. I believe it is actually maybe around $5 a month. And uh, you can get versions of this podcast that doesn't that they don't have ads in it. Is there a version people can buy without Arnie? <laughs> no, not yet. But that would be a price too high. <laughs> Uh, all right, one last email. Hello to Arnie, Chunt, and Usador. Hello to the Magic Tavern. I have a question regarding the royalty of Foon. The Belaroths are the rulers in the Northeast, but are they the rulers of all of Foon? What is local government like in Hogsface? Thanks for broadcasting. Spice potatoes and rainbow bowls on me, Sam Miller from Massachusetts. From my understanding, the King Belaroth in the Northeast is one of the most important royalty in Foon, but he doesn't rule all of Foon? Is that right? Well, he doesn't rule the Shrike Valley, as we know. The Baron there has come to power as its steward. He doesn't rule the Badgers, that's for sure. Yeah, you're king of the Badgers. He does not rule the Badgers. Uh, he doesn't rule the fucking Starlings. He doesn't rule the school. Okay. Are there other... Is there other royalty that I... I mean, I feel... I keep hearing vague mentions of other royalty in Foon. I, I was um, stolen from the ban- the Bandit King. Ooh, the Bandit King. The King of the Bandits. Yep. He rules the banditocracy. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. How does how does a banditocracy? It's just run? a bandit-based just... form of government. Oh, really? You know, are there any pluses to being ruled by a bandit? Cool masks. <laughs> sure, sure. Hey, you know, is it awkward to talk about Jack? I mean, she used to be with this bandit king. You know, if you're not comfortable with who your sword has been held by when you get into a relationship with it, then you're probably not mature enough to be wielding a sword. The Bandit King made me who I am. Uh, Thank you so much, Jack. Thank you so much for the singing sword. And uh, if you're going to kill people, please just don't do it here. Oh, we'll kill them far out in the woods, and then we'll wrap ourselves in their entrails and Mm -hmm. sing to each other until the sun comes up. Yes, I love you, baby. I love you, too. The singing sword, do you mind singing us out? Uh, Not at all. Uh, What would you like me to sing about? Um, I don't know. You said, what would you like to hear about? Birds? Oh, I'd love to hear a song about birds. Mm. I love birds. Mm-hmm. High up in the sky, use their wings to fly. Ha 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 ha. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Welcome back to the fact that you didn't really go anywhere because that was all just human actors playing pretend. Chunt the Shapeshifter, King of the Badgers, vassal in the land of making an effort, was played by Adol Rafai. Matt Young portrayed... <clears throat> Usador, wizard of the 12th level of improv classes, master of volume and shouting, manipulator of interruptions, devourer of nuance, champion of the island of Catan on weekend evenings. The elves know him as Yelly McShoutface. The dwarves know him as who? He's known in the Northeast as Ramble McFindin editor, and there are other secret names that will eventually have forced on us, like a fifth season of Lois and Clark. Where was I? Jack Vorpal was played by Sean Kelly. Sean and Matt perform together in the improvised Star Trek podcast. Sometimes they even do live shows with little costumes and everything. Sean is married and has a child. Whoops, that sounded more surprised than I intended. The Singing Sword was played by special guest Erica Elam. Erica performs with long-running musical improv group Baby Wants Candy and is the director of the new main stage show at Third Coast Comedy Club in Nashville, Tennessee. See, not everyone needs to move to L.A. or stay there. Craig, time to work your special magic with all the details of the show that no one's keeping track of. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jacover, and Ryan DiGiorgi. This one edited by Ryan DiGiorgi. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard Laban, extra sound designed by Jason Knox. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or on Twitter. A special thanks to Earwolf and, of course, the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, Arnie and Sarah Maher uh, were the guests last week on Adel's new podcast, The Siblings Peculiar. 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 Siblings Peculiar. Uh, episode 6, Dead or Alive. Look it up. So you got three Magic Tavern people on one show. You're going to love it. Craig, fun rhetorical question. If you were asking someone to record the credits for your podcast for free, you'd give them more than an hour to turn it around, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I would. Well, I guess, I mean, it is hard to answer. I mean, it guess sort of depends on the schedules of the people who make the show and who edit the show. And Oh, you know what? We're out of time. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here... You're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura, no murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we promise to keep you safe. They killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pura. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now ad-free on Wondery+. Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.